When you get to the bottom, you go back to the top of the slide. Then you turn and you look and you go for a ride. And you get to the bottom and then to the top. And you do it again. You find yourself at Wednesday night, the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Welcome, Bass Galaxy. Welcome. Welcome aboard the crazy train. Yeah. Wow. There you are. Yes. Yes. Hello. We're back after a couple week hiatus. Was on the road fishing gypsying, like the uh, like the song says, like the 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 theme song says. It was uh, I've been to Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, all over Georgia, wherever I've been, Tennessee, all those places. And uh, now we're back uh, for the glorified version of a bass and talk show. And tonight we have for you uh, Bassmaster Elite Series champion, few times over, huh? Jason Christie, yes. Yes, coming at you. Boom. Jason Christie. Look at that. An evening with Jason tonight. We're going to go through uh, um, Jason's uh, career here somewhat in a nutshell. Uh, kind of get to his Sabine River victory and, uh, and talk about the, uh, the history of the spinner bug uh, with the man, uh, Jason Christie. So uh, that should be pretty cool. And uh, also, congratulations uh, uh, to Lee Livesey on his uh, on his victory! Wow, shattering everything, everything bigs. If you just now, if you just Google big bass, it's a picture of Lee now in the uh, in the proper bass in uh, Bass Galaxy uh, dictionary. Wow. <laughs> Insane, the most amazing bass live ever. Uh, I don't know if we're, we're trying to get Lee on the show. If he's not mad at us, we'll get we'll get him back here eventually. <laughs> but uh, anyway, good to be back. And uh, Andrew Ellenberger, the ginger ninja in the house. Hello, Gingy. How are you? How you feeling? Are you as happy to be back as I am? Yeah, I'm telling you. Do, you. do you feel the excitement in this in this stagnant air of the, of Ma's, of Mom's attic? It's a buzzing. <laughs> Ryan Whitaker's doing uh, boat work. Uh, he's getting ready for the Bass and Opens uh, coming up on the James River. So uh, Ryan will be back with us next week. But he's doing some bass boating uh, repair work uh, tonight. And, uh, and speaking of, uh, of bass boats, um, we have to remind you all that uh, it's important to preserve your investment. Right, Ginch? Absolutely. You know, keep it covered, right? And you have Empire Covers now. You heard Empire Covers, right, Ginger? Yeah. We just got one here to the house. And it's... uh, Looks good. Yeah, it's nice. It fits Um, well. It fits real well. It's got that... It's kind of like Graham Graham's uh, shower cap. It's got the deal around the the edge. But um, custom-like, almost custom uh, bass boat covers. Covers for anything. Your grill, your car. uh, they, they, They got it all. Your hibachi. They got uh, covers for everything. EmpireCovers.com. If you put in uh, code StrayCast, you get uh, money off. It's it's uh, it, it's magical and mystical. If you put it in, things happen. Crazy things. Win win. Yeah. StrayCast uh, at EmpireCovers.com. Uh, it were it, uh, the Crestliner looks custom with it's- that, don't it? Yeah, it's kind of like... It's better than that blue tarp you've had. <laughs> I had the... <laughs> that was the Home Depot yeah, sp- yeah. Southside Special. It's way better. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Hey, um, you know here at Straycast on Wednesday nights, this is the place to uh, get free stuff. And uh, uh, Shayna and the good people at thmarinesupplies.com are giving away... Yeah, I knew you'd like that. I knew you'd like that. Uh, are giving away... 
The uh, conservation pack, is that correct, Ginch? You are correct. The conservation pack, and that's, uh, what's in that? What is it, Ginch? So that's the G-Force call system. Okay. Um, a big bottle of G-Juice. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then the call weights, so if you got fish from down deep, you can... Aha, uh-huh. okay, okay. So the whole conservation system yep. uh, complements at TH Marine Supplies, and as usual, uh, per uh, state quo... All you have to do is like and share this live Facebook feed. It's that easy. That easy. Like and share the live Facebook feed. And then um, uh, Jake Haas, I think, is going to get you the winner yep. at the end of the show. Yep. Uh, Jake's on the road in Joyzy, uh, our intern Jake, and uh, he'll get you the uh, winner's name. All you got to do, like and share the live Facebook feed. It's super easy. Super easy. Uh, but wait, <clears throat> that's not all. That's not all. Get this. Get this. Um, the good people at uh, OmniaFishing.com, if you're not hip to Omnia yet, you, you check them out. Uh, OmniaFishing.com, right now, in honor of uh, the great uh, Jason Christie and his spinnerbait prowess, is giving you Bass Galaxy 15% off any spinnerbait until Sunday at midnight. A whole lot, yeah. Yes, any spinnerbait until, uh, until Sunday at midnight. You get 15 percent off all you got to do is put code spinnerbait 15 duh how easy is that put in code spinnerbait 15 and uh you get any spinnerbait assortment of spinnerbaits doesn't matter what brand your brand of choice 15 percent off in honor of uh jason christie's appearance on straight cast the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show tonight that easy now get this talk about incentive plans ginge we have some incentive for the Bass Galaxy. Isn't that what they've been calling this stuff, Ginge? Incentives? Yeah. yeah uh, what do they Yeah, Those incentive uh, package, uh, yeah. uh, uh, in, uh, you know, the, the, the monies, the, the monies <laughs> that show up. The monies that show up. You know what I mean? Uh, a- anyway, um, what I am going to do for you, Bass Galaxy, as an incentive, all you have to do is go to omniafishing.com, use code SPINNERBAIT, 15, I don't care if you buy one spinnerbait, I don't care if you buy 40 spinnerbaits, but do it, and then <laughs> direct message straight cast Facebook. Direct, I know it's complicated, but it's worth it. Hold on, I'm getting, Jeez. so here, I'm going re, to reiterate this deal, it's real easy now, <laughs> it's real easy, I'm making it way more complicated. Okay, go do the Omnia deal, omniafishing.com, buy any spinnerbait, one or a hundred of them. Spinnerbait 15 is the code. Once you check out, you can do it here at the commercial break. Once you check out, all right, you direct message us the screenshot of your order, all right? Then Jake's going to pick the winner. The first one that comes in, the first one that comes in in the Facebook direct message, I'm going to send you a War Eagle uh, Pradco pack here. Nice. Yeah, I'm sending four straight cast uh, uh, spinnerbait pack personally. I'm sending it to you personally. Uh, from selected. my collection. Yeah. You know what else, Ginge? I'm even going to throw in a uh, Irisy Balsa Tune-Up Raccoon uh, crankbait. This is the one the raccoon chew. That's a famous one. Yeah. This is this one that uh, people As ask me TV. about this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the, the raccoon chew, this is, is an Irisy Custom Balsa. Check him out, too. But uh, um, all you got to do, omniafishing.com, uh, put in uh, spinnerbait15, buy yourself some spinner bugs. It's that easy. One or a million. You buy whatever you want. Direct message us a screenshot on our Facebook page 
Or you know what I mean, in our direct message. Well, yeah. Slide up all in our DMs. They got it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and uh, Jay Cos, first one that does it, boom, you get this. It might have already happened. I don't even know. It's, so this is like I'm giving you for nothing at least a $30 bill if they made such a thing. So like a 20 and a 10. You know what I mean? Right? Isn't that how much this would be? They're like eight bucks a piece now, right? Yeah. Eight times four, that's like $500, Jidge. That's a good deal. That's a heck of a deal right there. Uh, boom, moving right along. How do you like those yapkas right there? Hey, there's a derb going on, Ginge. You know what kind of derb? An online derb. At Half a Spot Official. Yep, Half a Spot Official's been with Straight Cast for what? About a, about a year now, Ginge. And it's a, yeah. two, it's a, it's a growing um, spot app, yeah. for lack of a better uh, description. And uh, a cool place to share info with people throughout, uh, throughout the uh, country. Um, and right now, there is a super hella mega derb going on. And uh, there's a south and a north division. Correct. Okay. And in the south, it's, uh, it's um, uh, Milliken, it's uh, Ish Monroe, yep. and Zach Burge. And yep. in the north, it's uh, the Ike Lives, uh, Mike Iconelli's. Uh, and for some godforsaken reason, yes, here and me, Ginger, you're coming with me 100%. I'm not doing this crap by myself, but it's the it's the <laughs> and I say that lovingly, it's gonna be amazing and it could be fun, but it's gonna go uh, horribly wrong if you end up fishing yeah. with us. But uh, uh, anyway, half a spot official, download the app. Yep. Um, download it. It'd be the, uh, under the King of Bass is what you The want King to. of Bass. Yes, yep. that's the derb. The King of Bass. Half a spot official. If you haven't downloaded the app, check it out. It's, uh, it's, it, uh, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, no. Because it's, it's out of three. You got to fish two out of the three okay. to make the AOI. And then out of the different divisions, it's, they're going to take the top 15 from each division. And then it's going to be an in-person derby. Gotcha. At the end of the year. That's to be determined the location of that. Gotcha. Yet. So before that, it's like an OnlyFans. Yes. It's like yes. it's like straight cast OnlyFans. Yes. But then you get to meet us in person, actually. Yeah. Like that girl from the uh, Netflix thing yes. that was a babysitter so. with the red hair. You know what I'm talking about. That babysitter was a horror uh, movie. I don't she was a cheerleader. That, maybe. You, it was good. <laughs> I mean, it sounds worse than I'm making it to be. It sounds pretty It's bad. a good movie. Actually. But ours starts really? in July. July 16, 17, 18. That's when we are. That's the stray cast one. Yep. That's the northern the division. The first one's kicking off here with Milliken in uh, next week. So Milliken. The, uh, get on the app. When I, whenever I hear that name, it's what's that's the university. It's like by Decatur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. It's over by Lake Decatur. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ico, Ico all day to you yep. too, Ginch. I like that you used that one that time. Yep. Gave me a little Ico, Ico. All right. I'm moving right along. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Every Wednesday night on Straycast, you get your tin cup word of the week. The tin cup, yeah, the tin cup drinking game. And do you know about the tin cup pro fishing team? Uh, let me tell you, uh, got a couple elites that are doing pretty well. Uh, first off, uh, rookie Matt Robertson doing pretty getting good on the uh, on the elites, kind of figuring things out over there, right? And then also, uh, Mr. Seth Fighter. Kicking some ass. We've Whoa. been, yeah, yeah. He's been doing all right in those elite derbs. We've been getting a lot of. Uh, I've been seeing that tin cup uh, carpet graphic a lot. Yeah, on the old Fox Sports Bass Live. So uh, the tin cup uh, pro fishing team is growing, and of course, every Wednesday night here on Straycast, we have the uh, the tin cup pro fishing word of the week. And when you hear this word, 
take a drink and please sip responsibly. The tin cup word of the week. This Ginge, give me a drum roll. The tin cup. You got that? Yeah, uh, it's somewhere. Got it somewhere. The tin cup fishing word of the week is. It's gonna be a <laughs> nice job. Spinnerbug. Spinnerbug. Spinnerbait. Spinnerbug. Spin. Something like that. Yeah. Anything here with a spin, spin. Right round, baby, right round. Like a record? Yes. You spin me, spin a bait. Uh, so anytime you hear that, you, uh, you can take a drink of your whatever beverage you choose, whether it's tin cup whiskey, whether it's Mountain Dew, whether it's Coca-Cola, uh, whatever you choose, uh, take a drink, and please sip responsibly. Tin cup whiskey, Luke Foley, thank you. Uh, for your support of uh, Stray Cass and the uh, Proper Bassin' Man show premiering July 14th across the Americas with uh, uh, Matt Robertson, Seth Fighter, and myself. So, thank you, Tin Cup Whiskey. Uh, and sh- moving right along, dude. I'm getting this. I'm busting it out, but we got business. We've been gone for two weeks. I got to do it. I'm sorry. I'm saying more words than I need to. Here we go. Boom. Alpha angler fishing. I don't want to talk about it, but I just got the mag rebound. It's the best chatterbait rod in the world. I don't want I I don't want you to order them, but I do want you to order them because I did I need another one pronto. Jake, Brandon, Pops, I need another one, please. They're amazing. Uh, Alpha Angler Mag Rebound, uh, best chatterbait rod I've ever used in my life. Uh, uh, seriously, uh, telling you, uh, if you're not squirting with line and lure, you're not squirting at all. Hey, let's put the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back with Bassmaster Elite Series champion. Jason Christie. Yeah. Uno momento. wants to run out of power when they're on the water. There is a better way. Introducing the Charge Marine Power Management Station from PowerPole that does the work of three devices, a traditional battery charger, a charge on the run, and an emergency start system. PowerPole Charge. You take pride in your boat, so it deserves the best protection possible. Our durable woven fabric prevents ripping and provides UV protection. And our tape seams provide protection against the elements. The heavy-duty shock cord hem and strap and buckle system provide a tight and secure fit. Our top-of-the-line boat covers come with a ventilation system to keep your boat free from mold buildup. Empire Covers, protecting what you love. 
The TH Marine Hydrowave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The Hydrowave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The Hydrowave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. Throughout the ages, the proper bass and men come to the waters, to the rivers, to the lakes, to the streams. And then came the spinnerbait man, Jason Christie, the proper bass and man, the spinnerbait man, bass champion. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you newly crowned Bassmaster Elite Series champion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jason Christie. Yes! Kaboom! Hey! Are you there, Jason? Welcome! I think he's frozen in time. I think he got, he got uh, suspended in animation, Ginge. Oh, there! Are you there? Hi, Jason. Hello, hello. All right, we're 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 froze for a moment. <laughs> Play the intro music again, Chinch. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. We're off two weeks, and then we come back, and we just we forgot the spray line and lure on our equipment. Are we back? You there, Jason? All right. I don't know. You can't. Oh, I'm here. Yeah. Sorry. I there you <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Christie. We did it. Yes. Hello. Wow. The awkwardness of uh, live bass fishing talk shows just happened right there. But welcome, Jason. And, uh, and congratulations on your victory, bud. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was... Uh... It was surprising. I was surprised, I should say. Yeah, I mean, we weren't. <laughs> we 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 weren't surprised. We were just waiting for it. I mean, quite frankly, we were. Um, so I must say to you, um, welcome to the future, as you would say, right? Welcome to the future, right, man? <laughs> this is the future, the isn't future, it? Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you're talking about the future of express boats and not the future of uh, holding trophies. <laughs> That wasn't my intent. <laughs> well, it all kind of worked out. You know what I mean? It all kind of worked out in that uh in that in that way. And um and they say everything happens for a reason, man. And you're uh, you're back at the elites uh and you won a derb and it's all happening for a reason. You got a plan, you got a vengeance. You told us here last time that um you want that BMC, you want that classic, and you're on you're on path. You know, I mean, how are you feeling about this? You feeling vengeful still? Well, that's the <laughs> goal for the year. Um, I think I've, you know, I've said it before. If if uh, trophies come along the way, then that's that's awesome. But uh, the goal is to get back in the classic, and you know, we're at kind of a 
um, stressful time of the season. I mean, it's you're you know we're mid season, and I'm kind of like okay in the points. I'm not, you know, we're not to a point where I'm locked in, uh, and we're not to a point where I'm locked out. So um, it's one of those where we still have four events, and I got to catch them every event to uh, make it. And and at the end of the season, if I'm in the classic, then it'll be a good deer season. If not, it won't be so much fun. <laughs> gotcha there. Hey, um, seriously, but, uh, talking about your future, uh, and hopefully the Bassmaster classic is, is part of that. Um, but to, to get to the future, you, you got to start, uh, with the past. And I, I kind of want to take you back in the, uh, in the, in the Jason Christie, uh, uh, songbook for a moment. All right. And, uh, and kind of give uh, some some viewers that might not know some of your history, Jason. Kind of where you started and your your origins, and and um, through this timeline, please interject, okay? If you you know feel free to to pop in and and add any tidbits you may. But uh, I think you you became a pro. I guess we'll call a a, a pro fisherman 2008 would that be a, a correct assumption like i felt whoa i remember you flw like 2008 right is that something? well that's whenever i quit my job okay uh, <laughs> you know, long before that yeah long before that i mean i was a teacher slash coach for 10 years and we all know that doesn't pay a lot of money so i, sure. I was literally making a living by fishing ever since I've been out of college. Um, but yeah, 2008 is the, is the year that I quit my job and decided to, uh, to give it a try. And honestly, it was one of those where, you know, I'd won a lot of money in 07, a lot of boats. And I just thought, you know, I'll try it. It's probably going to be a two or three year vacation and then I'll go back to coaching somewhere. But I really am glad I'm not coaching anymore. <laughs> right, it's a nice <laughs> life. It's a nice life you got. But it's I that's the first time I remember hearing about you and it was an FLW derby and you were you had a high finish and then that's I, I the, they were the announcer was talking about it and yeah, Jason just came came off of winning I guess the, if they were the Costas at that time or whatever. I'm not sure prior to right. that. Um but yeah, and you you had a you had a top 10 uh in the derb i can't remember exactly where it was forgive me i'm a horrible host i should have i'm just rain man yeah i won that event uh it was at lake of the ozarks and that was what kind of uh pushed me over you know on deciding to do it gotcha and that and that was in in 2007 that you won that event yeah, I think it was fall of 2007. Gotcha, gotcha. And then in two, and then in 2008 on the FLW tour, um, I don't know, was it that's when I saw you on TV? And then I was like, yeah, this dude's pretty cool. He's definitely a shallow water guy. You can see what the heck's going on with this dude. He's an FBR. You, do you do you know what an FBR is? I have no idea. That's a freaking bank runner. That's that's uh, but that's that's a good thing in most <laughs> <laughs> in most cases. <laughs> but um, man, so all right, jump ahead, two thousand two thousand eight, eh, so so kind of season, Jason. You kind of got got it handed to you, but you persevered. All right, now we're jumping to two thousand thirteen. Like, dude, you were amazing. In 2013, and I, I, I'm saying it and emphasizing it like that for people that do not know, you were one of those two tour guys 
you were fishing mm-hmm. FLW and Bassmaster and kicking ass at both, doing very well, especially in 2013. You you were you know how they say when you get that momentum or groove or the well-oiled machine 13, that was Jason Christie well-oiled. I think you won two FLW derbs and an Elite Series derb. Like that's that's hardcore, bud. Yeah, it was uh that was a special year and a lot of people, you know, we as professionals, you always talk about getting in the groove, you know, getting that momentum and and that was one of the years that uh, that I got into that. I mean, I fished. I know there was one stretch where I fished 28 days in a row with the exception of one day. And I think I drove 12 hours that day. But, you know, that's all I thought about that year was fishing. And, and it just, you know, everything clicked. I could not make a bad decision. I mean, no matter where I went, it seemed like I caught a five-pounder. And, and uh, you know, and that's that's you kind of set the bar up there or you know what that feels like. And, you know, you just want to always, you want to always get back to it. And one of the hard things is, is fishing one tour because, you know, in 2013 I was fishing more than I was home and you never lost that. And now like, you know, we fish and we might be home for three weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, back then, right. That's all, that's all I did was fish. Well, now I got a lot of other things going and I don't fish as much as I used to. So it's hard to stay in that, uh, you know, in that groove, but, um, it was, yeah, it was a great year. You know, that was in 2012, late in 2012, I decided to, uh, to pay my house off and, and, uh, I had an amount of money in the bank and I asked how much I owed to my house. And after I paid my house off, I had like a couple of thousand dollars left and it was a hard decision, but I did it. And I think that was some of the, you know, the push in 13 was because I didn't have any money. (laughs) Gotcha. That's a motivator. I (laughs) I took everything that I'd made, you know, the previous years that I'd saved and I paid my house property off and, and, uh, you know, I just didn't want to fish into 15, 16 and lose that money, you know, and, th- and still be paying on my house. But anyway, I paid my house off and I think that was a big motivator in 13 was, Hey, I didn't have any money and I was a little worried about it. And, you know, then I win pretty much three in a row. So it took care of that. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I'll never forget that year. That was one, that was, that was my year. That's kind of <laughs> where I, like I kind of popped out. You sure did, man. You sure did pop out then. And 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 that's and 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 the common denominator that that we see here um is a story is a, is you just shared it yourself. Um believe it or not, this is the sixth season of this crazy show, Jason, and what we found out is there's a few common bonds between you champions and and winning can come from a few different things. Uh, one of them is uh, financial reasons. Um, it seems that you were kind of motivated to um, to win because you needed to pay some bills or you you had some stuff. Or you need to rebuild in this case is what you needed to do. Um, the Another aspect is um, total immersion. We hear Rick Clun, he talked on the show about that. And that's just doing nothing but um, being involved in fishing and Fishing on the brain, fishing on the brain, and that's it. 
And you were kind of there in 2013 as well. Uh, you know, uh, like you said, you were away from the home and fished how many days in a row? And 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 you, the only time you didn't fish because you were driving. You know, that's uh, that's that's yeah. that's total uh, immersion. And the uh, and the other factor just uh, seems to be just unbridled desire. Okay, to win. And uh, and uh, yeah, we see all the three of those factors in you, man. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That makes up champions. Um, 2013. Yeah there's, yeah, there's nothing like winning. I mean, obviously, it. I mean, there's just nothing like that feeling. It's you know, it used to be about the money, and don't get me wrong, I still like the money, but it really has nothing to do with it anymore. It's you know, it's more just that uh, feeling and representing the sponsors well. But yeah, what you said is exact. The problem with also what you said is the financial can put you in a different position where you're fishing for checks instead of, you know, taking that chance. And, you know, even though I paid my house off, I've re really never been in, in that place where, you know, I had to use a credit card or something like that. And that's one of the things that I've, uh, the uh, reasons I think I've done good. There is a lot of us like that. And, and, uh, you know, I fished a bass open, I think in 2000, 2000, maybe. And I ran into a guy on the last day of practice in the evening and his name was Marty Forkiller. He used to fish the elites. Uh, and he was a really close friend of my family. And we were sitting there talking on the water and, and I made the mention, I was like, man, I'd like to run down there and check this Creek, but it's like 20 miles. And you know, that, that's a lot of gas to get down there and back. And that's one of the things he told me back then. I'll never forget it. He said, if you have to worry about gas, to go check a place and get back, he goes, this is not the profession for you. Wow. Uh, and I've always remembered that. And, and I, yeah, I think about that. Like if I, you know, if I want to go do something, uh, if I want to run here, you know, you can't think about the financial part of it. You just have to do it. And hopefully you make the right decision. Let it rip. Yeah. And, that, and, and, and I forgot, I guess there's four aspects. Here's the fourth one. I forgot. And you just mentioned that as well. You got to give zero F's sometimes you got, you got to just fish. Like you, you don't care. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like that. Hey man, if you, you you're going to make a run, you're going to make a run. If you got to worry about gas and you ain't in the game, you know, it's uh, it's all the aspects of a champion. Hey, 2013 and 14 were those your only two two tour seasons? Is that right? I think I only did it one. I think I may have only done it one year. Oh, really? Uh, I thought you. I'm were almost two. No, I think I, I mean you might be right. I think I've just <laughs> done one because well, you know. after that year, <laughs> yeah, after that year, it was just so. You know, I was gone so much and, and my kids were small and, uh, I just didn't, and I had pretty much jumped into the elite series, uh, you know, kind of the feeling behind that and was all in with the elite series. So I'm, I'm like 99.9% sure I just fished it for one year. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. My mind, I, I brain, I thought you had to, but you know, you're you, you, you know what you do, Jason. Crying out loud. Yeah. So hey, let's jump up again. Timeline here. Um, let's go to uh 2018. I think uh the last derb I remember seeing you at at the elites, uh, like in the regular season or whatever, at AOI deal at Chatug. You had a pretty decent deal at Chatug over there, uh, in the mountains. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then uh, between that time and uh, the 2019 Bassmaster Classic, you made a decision to go to the uh, Bass Pro Tour and go fish over mm-hmm. there. And uh, you went over to Bass Pro Tour, and uh, I, 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 had a, I guess you had uh, semi-success over there. You're fishing well. You always seem to fish well. And you, uh, I'll tell you on the, about the MLF that we used to love watching you on the Sunday DVR. You're, you're a cool angler to watch, and I mean that in a, in a, in a sincere way, because you know, you're a shallow water angler, so you're, you're easy to focus on in, in what you're doing in your game. Uh, and, and, uh, so it was cool to watch you on those, those Sunday DVRs and, uh, and you kind of progressed into the MLF series, but there must've been something that said, man, I'm not feeling comfortable. This is not, I don't want to say not where I belong or a, a bad choice. That might be a strong words, but like what happened? Like what was the, what went on in your head and in your heart that made you said, man, I need to be back at the elites. I just want to know. And how long before that clicked? Well, yeah, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of reasons. Um, and I've, I've told this, I feel like a thousand times. Um, and a lot of people watching that probably heard it, but you know, I want to kind of put it in a different, shed a different light on it right now there's just i mean mcdonald's and wendy's some people prefer mcdonald's over wendy's even though you may stop at wendy's and eat sometimes you actually really like mcdonald's and uh that's just me i mean business wise you know i make decisions based on two things one is business and one is personal preference uh and that's you know that's just what i felt like i needed to do was uh, for my sponsors, you know, and talking to my sponsors and stuff. That's just what I wanted to do. And I grew up, uh, you know, fishing with my uncles, fishing a way that I love to fish. And I just wanted to go back to that. You know, those guys uh, over on the other side, they're going to be successful. I mean, there's great guys over there. I have a lot of friends over there. You know, that's one of the things that that I was really happy about after winning at Sabine. I mean, a lot of those guys text me, uh, congratulations, man. Good job. Uh, and I do the same to them. I mean, this is the, even though they may eat at Wendy's and I eat at McDonald's, you know, we're still, we're still buddies and, and, uh, it, this is 100%. a business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're pro bassers. Uh, you know, I, I get it. You're all in the bass galaxy and I wasn't looking for you to be like, yeah, MLF sucks or anything like that. I wasn't looking for that type of answer or, or I couldn't stand it over uh, there. I just, you know, I wasn't look, you know, just kind of seeing where, where you were at with it. You know, I mean, uh, it was just, you know, it was a lot of discussion. I mean, it was discussion with, uh, everybody, uh, my sponsors, you know, my mom is a ginormous Bassmaster fan and, and, uh, you know, and talking with her and, and just some of the fans and, and then at the end of the day, it's just personal uh, preference, you know, what I grew up fishing and the way I like to fish, and and that's it. Yeah. And I like, uh, you know, I like being down the weigh-ins. I like the morning takeoffs. Um, you know, it's just something that I grew up fishing, and and uh, it's something that I want to fish until I uh, retire. Heck yeah, and I and uh, I'll still be. I'm I'm like you, man. I'll be cheering for my buds at MLF. I hope Aaron kicks ass this week. You know, 
hope, hope Cody does good. Yeah, over, you know, I, and uh, but I let me. I was hoping you were gonna say, well, Pat, you know, uh, I just would wake up every night in a cold sweat, and I need to win that Bassmaster Classic. I was hoping that was gonna be your answer. You know, yeah. I think. And, and that's a, and I yeah you know, I didn't say that that's a big part of it. I mean, there's there's things that uh, you know I got really close to. Um, you know, I finished second in anger of the year to Polinick. I watched Polinick catch a six pounder. Uh, that <laughs> he had he not caught that fish five minutes before weighing, it would have been really really close. Uh, you know, and then having two classics that uh, that were close. You know, I've had that taste, and and uh, that's something that you know that I that I'd like to do before uh, my time is done. Yeah, man, and uh, and uh, it ain't done. Welcome to the future. This is the future right now. This is Jason Christie's future right now, man. You won a derp. You did it, bro. Like, okay, you came back to the elites. You had a little, you know, little little steady, little steady kind of slow steady start, but boom, Sabine. Right in your wheelhouse, man. Amazing tournament. And that's uh that's Jason Christie, true style right there. Gamble. You gambled, dude. Nuts. Yeah, it was a big it was a big, big gamble. Uh a <laughs> lot of variables in that tournament. Uh way more than I'd rather, you know, have in, in any other tournament, but everything worked out. You know, at the beginning of the show, you said everything happens for a reason. And I'm probably one of the biggest believers in that. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was, it was, uh, Sabine has always had my number. I've never <laughs> cashed a check there. And then to go down there this year and, and to win and do it, you know, kind of in a dramatic fashion. I don't yeah, like kinda. drama in fishing or any other, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Or any other kind of drama, but, you know, it was special. That trophy will be, uh, it'll, it's just different than the rest of them coming back, winning and, uh, you know, doing it on a spinnerbait that I designed <laughs> and, uh, making the long, the long run and then having to, you know, calculate the gas. And then also, you know, with express coming in, running an express and, uh, you know, getting them a blue trophy. Bill gets him a blue trophy before yeah. that. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, just a special. It's uh, you know, it was a special event, and in the crowd down there. I mean, I've never seen a weekend crowd at Sabine, and it was crazy how many people were there. Yeah, Texas is loving bassing right now. I mean, that's that's evident between the Sabine and and Lake Fork. Wow, Texas is showing out, bud. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, let's do, uh, Andy, you want to do Sabine River uh, victory in a nutshell with Jason Christie? What do you think? You want to try this, Jason? Sure. Okay. So (laughs) you froze for a minute there. Hey, uh, so what this is, it's uh, Sabine River victory in a nutshell. And you've talked about your victory a gazillion and three times. And uh, let's do a gazillion and four. But we're just going to give you a brief little PowerPoints and you... Relate them to your victory at the Sabine, okay? So it's victory in a nutshell. What do you think? Okay, sounds right, good. Let's do it. All right, here we go. It's time for victory in a nutshell. <laughs> Sabine River champion, Jason Christie. All right. Victory in a nutshell. Uh, how about this? Conservation of gas. Conservation of gas. Uh- 
Oh, you want me to talk? You want me just uh, give you? Yeah. I'm a little confused on this. So, yeah. Do you I have to conserve gas that, to win? Yeah. So, in four days of the tournament, I'll say this: I ran a total of sixteen, fifteen to sixteen hours drive time, <laughs> and and at the end of all of those days combined. I probably did not have a five-gallon bucket left of gas. Wow. Wow. That's, that, four days. that's a gamble. That's that gamble. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you said two, 250 hairpin turns? What? That's nuts. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a guess, but I know that, uh, you know, I did a show today, and... I don't know how many there is. There's a bunch. One day I'm going to go back and count them, but I know that my Express was on its side more than it was on its belly. On the <laughs> run. I mean, it was just, you know, it was in and out. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it's a lot of turns going up there. Isn't it amazing? Um, I, I myself uh, am a member of the, the, the Tin Boat Revolution. I run a Crestliner, but isn't it amazing how mm -hmm. well that the aluminum boats handle man i mean like compared to the glass ones we've we've driven for years the the, the response time is amazing in these things man nuts nuts and i'm still like uh i'm still relatively new i mean i've only got what five months under my belt <laughs> and you know some of the turns you know they're they're literally like you're turning back 45 and and uh, I mean, I could get that thing up on its side, and where my cameraman was above me, or I was above him, and he had vertigo. Yeah, and the more that the event went on, the more confidence I had in that, and and you know, you could just come in and cut that thing, and and uh, yeah, it it handled really, really good in the tight. Were you feeling like Ricky Bobby kind of out there? We're watching. My daughter is in the other room watching Ricky Bobby right now. <laughs> See, there you go. Uh, yeah. um, uh, how, how, talk about this. Catch fish, learn fish, relocate fish, repeat. Is that an accurate assessment of the uh, four days? Say that again. Catch fish. Catch fish, learn fish relocate fish repeat yeah i mean pretty much uh you know it, it's funny to have four day a four day event and not you know not even fish that much uh you know i spent more time driving and and navigating than i did even fishing i mean i you know i came back and fished around the takeoff there but you know it was it was really a stressful event because you know, you got there and it happened pretty quick in most cases uh, on the first and second day. And, and uh, I mean, it, it was awesome. If I would love to have known what I would have caught out of there had the, had the river not come up. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was really a special place, um, you know, and, and the bad part about it is, is if we ever go back there, which we will, you know, I won't even be able to go up there. Yeah, it's going to get burnt. Because, yeah, because, you know, the local guys will be fishing up there. A lot of the competitors run up there. But, you know, one of the cool things, uh, 
is I'll sell a fishing spot for $100,000 any day of the week. <laughs> exactly right. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> That's a real good way to put it. That's well worth it, wasn't it? What? Yeah, I think maybe next time I'll go to Houston or something like that. That's one of the few places that it hasn't been won from. So more than likely, the next time we go there, I'll go to Houston unless they, uh, you know, unless they let us back into Louisiana. The uh, the last day was uh, it was was a little nervous for bass fishing fans on uh, on Bass Live, and and you finally got to your spot, okay, uh, on that last day, and uh, and and then you start talking to the camera on Bass Live, and and um, I was texting with Zona about this at the time, and. And I and I've heard a confident Jason Christie, and I've heard a a kind of confident Jason Christie. And to me, at that time, you were a kind of confident, like you you were having your doubts at that time after the run, and you hadn't put any fish in the boat yet. It was just like you were kind of rolling before things got going. And uh, were you feeling that way? Where did you have doubts in your mind, or when you set that motor down, did you know you were going to catch them? Um, I'll be honest with you. That Sunday was probably one of the few times that I was a hundred percent confident. Now, did I think I was going to win the event? You know, all of that? No, but, um, I felt confident in my decision. I had two decisions on that last day. It was either go up there and try to figure out how to catch fish in the area that was flooded overnight or stay by takeoff and, uh, <laughs> and you know, and with fish. everybody and, else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not my, I mean, the people that follow me, they know that that's not my, that's not how I work. And kind of, you know, I thought about it a lot tonight on the third night. Um, and I just thought if I stay by takeoff and I win, then it's cool. If I stay by takeoff and I don't win, I'm always going to wonder you know, maybe the water came down up there. Maybe, you know, maybe those fish acclimated to the water coming up. You know, I, I wouldn't have been able to sleep had I not, had I not won, but I knew that if I went back to my spot, no matter what, I was going to be able to sleep that night because I right. felt like that was the right decision. You know, and I studied Google a lot and over the first three days of the event, I had only been up the creek, maybe a half mile. And that, you know, after doing some research, that creek is 68 miles, 68.5 miles long. And I started looking and I was like, man, there's a lot of stuff on up that creek that looks like what I'm fishing. I thought I could get above the, the high water, which I did. Um, the issue was, was the further I got up there, um, I was just getting away from that, uh, that group of fish that was coming in to spawn. So I got up there, you know, I caught what I needed to catch. Um, there just wasn't a lot of a big largemouth up there. But I was really confident on the last day, just in my decision. I didn't know if I was going to catch them. I didn't know if I was, you know, going to win. But I was really um, confident in my decision. Yeah, man. And, uh, and, and that's good to hear. Did, were you freaking out on the drive there, like on that long ride? Were you freaking out in your head or what? Um, I was more so curious about the water because you know it wasn't coming up because of a rain it was coming up because of the dam and and i was hoping that you know the closer i got to there i was going to see that the water was coming down and and obviously when i got there it actually had come up more but um 
you know, I was, I was really just concerned about that because, you know, I didn't fish long the first day, maybe a half hour, the second day, an hour and a half. And I was really looking forward to getting it up there when the fishing was good and spending all day on live and just working them over. And I just never got to do that because of the water coming up, but you know, it is what it is. Um, no matter what still made the right decision. Sure and, did. and luckily, yeah, locally those guys around takeoff, you know, kind of had an, an off day and, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. we got us, uh, another trophy you, you got the the w with the blue trophy that's right and you won it on your spinner bait dude on the covert how cool is that yeah i mean come on yeah, i made a lot made a lot of people happy uh with that win you know sponsors myself you know the my one of my uncles that pretty much raised me in a boat throwing a spinner bait you know he was one of the first ones to text me and you know, he just said that's pretty cool to watch. You know, going all in on the spinnerbait for four days, and and uh, you know, my, my reply to him was that I had learned from the, one of the best, if not the best, on throwing a spinnerbait, and and uh, yeah, that's my second. I think that's my second win with pretty much every fish weighed in on a spinnerbait. Yeah, man. I mean, that that's a. Uh... I I, 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 mean, you might have flipped a few of them, man. But that spinnerbait, this covert, like, is does every? I have the three quarter here, right here, uh, with the uh, what's that? A number five Hildebrand on there? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. It's it's pretty small. If it's a single and it's a three quarter, it's a number five. Okay, got gotcha. And um, and we're with the War Eagle uh, 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 part of Pradco, but we get our hands on your on your coverts too, of course. <laughs> we sneak us a few coverts, you know what I mean. Um, is, and, and, uh, this is a unique spinner bait, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, the head design, there's nothing else like it. Um, obviously everybody knows the, uh, the prowess of the Hildebrandt blade, uh, the extended hook on this, the keeper, you, uh, you thought about this spinner bait a little bit, Jason, didn't you? Can you kind of give us the, the history of this deal? Like, tell us about little Jason Christie throwing the, uh, the original version of this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we have been making spinner baits for as long as I can remember. I mean, my uncle, the same uncle that texts me, you know, he, he poured, them. uh, we played with them and, and we've spent a lot of time, you know, together in a boat in a tournament, you know, he would be throwing one spinner bait. I would be throwing another one and he'd be catching them. I wouldn't be, or vice versa. And we just learned a lot over the years. We learned a lot, you know, kind of on the colors, the head colors. Um, we learned how to keep that, you know, that spinnerbait from rolling. We tend to, I mean, a spinnerbait, the covert is going to be its best in that, you know, spawn to pre-spawn. And that's why a lot of them are, uh, you know, the Colorado blades. And, and the Colorado blades are what caused that spinnerbait to roll up on its side. And, you know, we spent a lot of time working on that. I did not want the spinnerbait to be released until we figured that out. And, and uh, you know, I'll never forget, I got the final prototype. Uh, and I took it out to the pool and I, you know, I threw it ac across the pool and I reeled it as fast as I could. And it just, it ran straight as a string. And nice. And I was like, that, you know, that's it. This is the one that we're going to go with. But, you know, a spinnerbait has a lot of different parts. Um 
and every one of them are valuable. Uh, you know, from the blade to the swivel, to the wire, to the head, to the keeper, to the hook. Uh, and that thing has got, I mean, whenever I throw a covert, I take it out of the package. I tie it on. Most of the time I put a trailer on it and that's it. Uh, I don't do any, Let it rip. you know, any, you know, I might, I might change a blade for something. You know, I'm, there may be a special circumstance where I'm like, Hey, I need a four and a half instead of a five, or I need a six instead of a five, you know, I'll still change a blade, but that's, you know, I, I think that's what a lot of anglers do, but sure. Uh, you know, everything that, that, uh, that we make pretty much covers all of the scenarios that I run into on the water. But, um, you know, and one of the reasons why I may change a blade is we have 78 different skews of that bait. I don't carry all 78 different spinner baits. Right, you know, I right. try to carry, I try to carry the basic 45 or 50. And, and if I need to change something, I will, I do it on the water, but, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a special bait. Like I said, I don't know how many hours, how many days of time that we've logged throwing spare baits, whether it be, you know, summer, fall, shallow, deep, um, just a lot of them. And, and uh, I've got a lot of really good reports from it, from fans, you know, throwing it, they send pictures of catching fish on it. And uh, I just hope they have as much confidence in the bait as I do. You know, and one of the things, I don't know if, if you know, or the people watching, is Booyah developed a heat map where you can actually go to the website and you can put in your watercolor. It's kind of a table. You, you know, you can select your watercolor, you can select your water temperature, and it pretty much will tell you what spinnerbait that I would be throwing. Really? And I think that's... It's like the yeah, Jason Christie color selector. I like it. I like it. Not only, Yeah, not only a color, but a blade. And uh, a blade combination, which the blade combination is as important as anything. Yeah, yeah, of course. And where do you go? That's on Booyah's site? Yeah, Booyah. It's called the uh, Booyah Covert Heat Map. Nice. Um, yeah, it'll, it, it's digital. You just hit hit the water temperature where it matches the water color, and it's going to tell you which uh, spinnerbait to throw. Are you still, uh, do you still keep your spinnerbaits like in the Ziploc bags? In, I do in the big uh, boxes like yeah. that. Last time I ran India, that's what you were doing. That it, it, it yeah, seems practical. Easy. Yeah, it's easy because I can just kind of, you know, that spinnerbait box that I carry probably weighs fifteen or twenty pounds. Uh, but yeah, I can just put like all my half ounce singles in a bag, all my half ounce doubles, you know, and then whenever I'm on the water, I can just, and I don't have to carry a big giant box full of, you know, packaged spinnerbaits. They're the same. I mean, I, when I go out there, I open the boxes and I put them in the, in the Ziploc bag. I'm kind of glad that you said that because <laughs> I know at the Sabine, I use, I used a lot of them, uh, that was in my half ounce tandem and I need to, uh, restock. Need that. to replenish there and you replenish the source. Yeah. That what well, I, I admit I copycatted off you when I saw you at that Bass U deal when, when you were teaching over there and I was yapping up at the podium, uh, I, I was peeking at your stuff and, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to do that. And I did, it works great. It's a, that's a great deal. Just use the, the heavy duty Ziplocs. That's the key, the heavy duty 
Ziploc bags. But hey, I, I want to kind of ask you this. When did it start with the spinnerbait? Like when, how old were you when that first, when that hubcap deal started, man? Oh, I, I mean, right when I started fishing with my, you know, uncles and stuff, probably 10, 12, 13, somewhere in there. I mean, really? Okay. Okay. So tell me about 10 year old Jason Christie. Like, What's the spinner bait? What's the rod and reel? What's the line? Like, I want to know that deal. Talk well, to me. I, I think it was like a six foot all star um, because they were cheap. Yeah. Uh, but good. Yeah. You know, I had all star. Yeah. The old Zebco 1310 because it was cheap. Okay. Uh, 20 pound monofilament. Okay. Probably so you don't even know what. I so at 10, you're on the, you push, know, and, uh, the push button Zebco with the 20 pound, yeah. the bigger one. I know what, yeah, I got no, you. No, uh, the bait caster, the 1310 uh, bait caster. Oh, the, was, the quantum, the silver yeah. one, the silver one. Yeah. I'm with you now. Yeah, yeah now I'm with yeah, you. The but, uh, you know, those reels were all like five to one, and we use those for everything, um, you know, because they were, they were cheap finally. Ended up getting some good stuff as I was a little older that uh, we weren't having to send back all the time. But, um, you know, it was that was it. And, and throwing spinner baits and what was the bait? What was the spinner bait then? Homemade spinner bait. You know, it was the what would that be like? 1988, 91. Nice. Prototype of the covert. <laughs> Absolutely. It was. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's what the covert is, is just a ever-evolving, you know, I I could go out to the shop and it would take me some time. It'd probably take me 30 minutes or an hour and lay out the spinner baits over the last 30 years that has evolved and finally come into the covert where we started with, you know, the right short arm wire and then, uh, you know, at the end got to the right head, but it's just something that we, you know, through the whole family have just evolved over all the years. Yeah. That's, that's freaking amazing. And then this head deal, how it's notched on the side to keep it from rolling. What'd you guys do? Like just carve out the lead at first and, and, and mess with it until it didn't roll. Is it just like whittled it with a knife or something or a file? Yeah, that was, that was where uh booyah came in. We, we had the spinner bait all laid out. Like we had the wire, we had everything. And, and, you know, four or five years ago, you know, it was just to the point of, we cannot make this thing not roll. And that's where some of the people at Booyah stepped in and they were able to figure out how to make that thing concave, you know, and then they, you know, they started giving me some, I tried it, we changed it a little bit and, and finally got it just right. So, um, the last step was where, uh, Booyah come in because that would have taken a lot of, you know, time, uh, to dig that out and stuff like that. But they, they were the ones that helped with that. But, you know, all the previous years, I mean, we, we changed head styles, we changed hooks, we changed wires. Uh, the only thing that really stayed consistent is we never got away from the Hillebrandt blade. That's a, that that's was, a damn good blade, man. Uh, and trying everything, uh, that was just the, the blade that was the, the most crisp. 
I mean, you could feel it. Hundred uh, percent in your, you, yeah, in your rod. So we, you know, we always stayed with that. You can even feel the difference in one of those blades when you hold them compared to another yeah. blade, too. Absolutely, not just winding them, but but holding them. What's that? So did it? Had it always been the the, the fish style head, or back there in in the eighties, were you or, or nineties, were you using the the, the bullet heads what were you using no it's it's a head that you've never seen it's uh it was more like a a mushroom style head really um, yeah it was i mean it's and it was i don't know why it was so good it was something that my uncle come up with but uh yeah it's it's a head that you've really never even seen uh it wasn't bull, bullet style i know one thing it got hung up a lot um but and that's why we ended up changing it and going back to the style that we have now. One of the reasons that our first ones got hung up was because the wire was so short. Gotcha. So you know we changed a lot. We've messed with different sizes, wires, uh, blades, hooks, weights, um, strand count. I mean the forty strand count skirt is something that we we put a lot of time into. I mean fifty is too much. Thirty, yeah. 40 strand. Yeah. I've heard that a lot of times. That's, that's pretty cool. And you, I mean, you get in depth with, with the spinner bait, man. No, no doubt about it. The, but I want to know about the, like, what are you saying? The mushroom head? What was, was there a, did it make the, the spinner bait wobble a little or something? Like, what was the deal with it? Like that old lunker lure spinner bait. Remember that head? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It's just, it's, it's something that my uncle come up with and, and, uh, you know, you don't argue with the teacher. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, it, you know, I think it was probably just something where he found a mold that uh, everything else would work with. And, and we ran with it for a while. And that that head stuck around for uh, probably 20 years. Um, and we caught a lot of fish, won a lot of tournaments with it. Uh, but at the end, you know, the head was the last thing that, like I said, that really changed, and that's where Booyah come in. So, yeah, uh, we're really, really happy with the, uh, you know, the final, the final bait. And uh, you, you touched on something else there. That thirteen ten, I remember that it's like the MG Quantum thirteen ten. I mean, I was like, that damn thing was like a sausage grinder, man. I had those things, too. They had them at the Walmart. We'd get those in the Black Maxes, you know what I'm saying? But they were slow. They were slow. And I know forever you threw everything on a 5-to-1. You would always tell me, whenever I'd see you places, 5-to-1, Pat, jackhammers, uh, um, your, uh, your crankbaits, your, your spinnerbaits, everything 5-to-1. Now I see you've made that shift. Like, are you on? The, you're on the seven to one now. Is that correct? Um, on the spinnerbait, I'm still five. I'm five four to one. Five uh, four to one. But yeah, bladed jigs. I'm like six point eight, and uh, you know a lot of other things have moved have moved on up. I flip with a really fast. You know, I think eight point three. But the spinnerbait's always been. Uh, at five four and the reason being is because i want to feel like i'm moving fast and the spinnerbait stay uh consistent you know i don't want to be turning it super slow um i don't know why it's just it's just my you know, i know how many times yeah it gets so 
it's just and it feels good uh it's the right speed for me um yeah, that that's one thing that I don't think will ever change is is that gear ratio with me and the spinnerbait. I thought that that because you're using that silver lose, right? Is that the one you're winding? Yeah, yeah. And then like I was I I I was thinking, oh man, that's a fa- I, I just was thinking in my mind it was a fast one. Now all of a sudden it's just a new model is all it is. Yeah, it's a new model. It's just uh, it's a slow reel for me. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like that, that you said that. There's a lot of guys, like David Fritz t- will tell us we're nuts if we don't use that slow reel. Um, but he cranks with braid, too. Yeah. But we're all nuts. We don't. <laughs> but still, that slow reel seems yeah. to be the deal. You're, you're comfortable with it, man. That's, that's, mm-hmm. where, that's where it's Yeah, every, everybody's different. As long as you're comfortable with it, that's what you need to be using. I mean... Um, I definitely would not argue with Fritz about what to throw with the crankbait. He's right. caught more fish on, you know, he's caught way more fish than me on a crankbait. So I would not argue with him. You know, uh, and speaking of spinner baits and, and baits and, and associations on this show, uh, there's two people that get associated with, uh, spinner baits quite often. And that's, uh, yourself and, uh, and Jimmy Houston. So, uh, I mean, think about that to be in that company of where you have progressed, uh, in, in your bass fishing career with that kind of stuff, man. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. I actually talked to him today. He, um, you know, he lived, he doesn't, he still has a house, but literally 10 minutes from my house. I mean, across the lake, he lives directly across the lake from where I do. And, and, uh, you know, now he stays at the ranch in South Oklahoma, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's caught a lot of fish on the spinnerbait. He knows, <laughs> you know, he told me today that he watched the show, you know, he followed the show the whole time and, and, uh, I'm sure it did him good, made him proud to see it one on a spinnerbait. Absolutely. It did. You know, he did. And, and when people close their eyes, including you and think about spinnerbait bites, they see Jimmy Houston outdoors in that spinnerbait just under the surface, getting bombarded like a baby seal, just free- <laughs> smoked, <laughs> freaking smoked, man. But yeah. Um, oh, and may I tell you, I was uh, speaking of what we were just talking about spinnerbait fishing. Um, I was with, uh, our bud Aaron Martins, uh, a couple weeks ago and, uh, and, uh, I was talking to him about spinner baits and I said, Aaron, who's the best spinner bait fisherman, you know? And he said, he was, he, Aaron said, Aaron said, <laughs> but then he came, then he said you, just so you know, he mentioned you afterwards, <laughs> but you know, Aaron, uh, he, uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron is, and that wouldn't surprise me one bit that he said that. I mean, you could ask him who's the best frog fisherman and all of everything else. And I'm sure it's him and. You know, he's one of the uh, people that I miss, you know, over there. That's my daughter back there. She she didn't want to get on the show. Hey! <laughs> well, she just did. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. So, but no, he's, you know, he's one of the guys that I really miss. And, and uh, man, I, I, I think about him a lot. Yeah, he really did say you though. He did say himself, and then he did say you. True story. That's it. Really was. It's pretty pretty cool, man. Hey, um, let's do. uh, Let's uh, let's wrap this deal up, and let's do a little twenty questions with uh, Jason Christie. What do you think? Let's get to know you 
on another level right now. The, nothing that the Bass yeah. Galaxy is, has ever known before. So just give us 100% off-the-cuff, quick, boom answers. Are you ready? Yeah. You ready? Let's I'm do a, it. I'm a little scared. No, no. It's all good. Don't worry. It's good. See, listen to the music. It's nice and relaxing, right? We're in a relaxing motif. See this? All good. All good. Is uh, When people say that it's you need to be versatile in bass fishing, is, is that BS or can you really still make a career out of not being versatile? I think you can still win uh, being stubborn. Okay. I mean, I'm the definition <laughs> of stubborn, so I think that people uh, still win and be stubborn. Okay, okay. So, you know, like uh, everybody attributes their success to being a versatile angler. But uh, look at, I mean, not saying you're not versatile, bud, but you're pretty boom, boom, boom on track when it comes to the wind and the pitch flip. You know what I mean? Just like Brower. Same yep. deal. Same deal. Hey, were you salty when Brower called you a coot last time on the show with, uh, with uh, did you want to, I mean, if it wasn't, you said, oh, if it wasn't Denny. I, I kind of saw you. Was that, th- th- what was going on there? Tell me. Oh, well, that's, it's funny that every time I see Hackney, he says something. It's what he calls me now is Coot. Uh, <laughs> but now coming coming from Denny, I mean, you know, Denny's got a, Denny's up here, so he can pretty much say whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, whatever he so wants. I'm just glad he called me. Yeah. Now, yeah, he can call, I'm just glad he called me Coot and not something else. <laughs> <laughs> if it might have been off air, you know Denny. He was he was doing shots with Ozzy Osbourne. He ain't afraid of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's Denny Brower right there. <laughs> hey, um, if you had to have a signature series burrito, what would be in that burrito? Chicken, shrimp, rice, and all the vegetables. Wow. So like a surf and turf without uh, red meat, but chicken. <laughs> Chicken, shrimp, rice, and a and a gazillion veggies. Yeah, onions, peppers. That sounds good to me. Actually, it's what I had right before we got on the show. Wow, look at that! Look at that! We're we're mind melding. See, Talladega Nights and burritos. You can't. You gotta love that. It's a good deal right there, Jason Christie. <laughs> hey, um, all right. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm gonna. Well, I need my spectacles for this one. I gotta get. Uh, I gotta get back in the. Uh... So you know how um, in 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 life there's choices, and for a shallow water fisherman like yourself, like many of our viewers out there, like myself, um, those choices all are revolved around shallow water fishing, and it's pretty much consumes us. So when we go out there, we're gonna throw a spinner bait. We're gonna throw a crankbait. We're gonna throw chatterbait. We're gonna uh, uh, or we're gonna flip. Um, and uh, I don't know what did I leave out? Something maybe a swim jig, a frog, a swim jig in top water. Now they say always in fishing. I know I'm about to call on some BS right now because you're always hearing these textbook stuff. Well, you gotta let the fish tell you what they want, right, Jason? You gotta tell the let the fish tell you. But listen, it starts somewhere. The fish don't aren't like, Jason, throw the uh, three-quarter with the number five Hildebrandt now. You got to, like, it's got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? So, like, 
Describe yeah. the feeling. What's the process, man? Is it just something you know? Oh, dude, I'm throwing a chatterbait here. Dude, I'm throwing a crankbait there. Bud, I'm throwing a spinnerbait there. You know? Tell me about the thought process. You know, um, I would I would have to agree with that. I think that um, I think they do tell you. Um, it doesn't. I mean, one fish doesn't tell you. Two fish doesn't tell you. But when you get up there to catching four or five, ten fish, if you kind of evaluate that, they tell you what they tell you not only what they want but what's going on. Uh, you know, for instance, and and a lot of times we as anglers we're too stubborn to listen. You know, I'll give you a, a good example at Lake Fork. I was set up sight fishing a fish. And I was working it, working it, working it. And all of a sudden, a fish blows up across the pocket. I pick up my frog. I fire across the pocket, catch it, reel it in, weigh it, release it, and go right back to fishing for this dead fish. <laughs> and I figured out, I know later in the day that that uh, after three or four more pockets, that those that those threadfin shad had started spawning. And that fish blowing up on it was one of many that were doing that. I was just too stubborn to listen. And, and a lot of times that can happen. Uh, you know, and, you know, another time I can remember is, you know, we're fishing spinnerbaits. And every time we would get our spinnerbait up close to the top of the water, we would get a bite. And we ended up switching from a spinner. You know, we were getting a few bites on a spinnerbait. And we switched to a topwater and uh, went to killing them you know, a buzz bait. And, and so if you listen to them as a group, they'll, they'll fill you in on what they want. Okay, good. That's a, that's great. That's a great answer to hear. It's encouraging because I do believe everything that you just said, but I also do believe that, that the fish tell us based on something that comes from within that provokes us mm -hmm. as anglers to start or initiate the process of the fish telling us. I think that differentiates yeah, only, good anglers from great anglers, yeah. quite frankly. The only thing that we can relate to as anglers is experience. And that's where, you know what I mean? Like, if you come into a situation, you can always put it back to an experience that you've had previously. And that's where the good guys kind of have that edge is because they've had a lot of experience. Even the younger kids. I mean, some of these guys that's in their 20s, they've had... They have as much experience fishing as some of us that are older. Uh, but, you know, you can relate that to an experience and you can run with it. Yeah, I, good. Excellent. I mean, that puts it into perspective there. Very good. Hey, I need you to keep this answer clean, okay? No, nothing. Uh, give me uh, two, uh, two uh, things that spinning rods are useless for and two things that uh, spinning rods are useful for. Um... Spinning rods are useless for frog fishing. I have witnessed that. <laughs> spinning rods are useless for, uh, I'd say, crankbaits over 20 foot. Okay. Uh, they're very, yeah, they're very useful for uh, uh, drop shot fishing. Um, they're, they're really useful for a lot of things. Uh, but drop shot fishing, maybe, I guess, shaky head or something like that. Just smallmouth. Crappie fishing. That's, 
Yeah, that's where no, that's where I use it the most. Is, crappie. Uh, crappie yeah, so you think yeah. now you're like that's you were just given wrong answers to try and be, be politically correct. But the real answer is they're useless for everything but crappie and smallmouth. In in uh, shallow water, yeah. FBRs don't use spinning rods much unless they're in trouble for wacky rig spawner, like John Cox. Yeah, I just. Uh, that, I think John Cox uses a spinning rod a lot more than people give him credit for. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's using a spinning yeah, rod I mean, right now. There, yeah, there's shallow water guys that do really good. And I get my butt kicked a lot by guys fishing with the spinning rods. So, uh, but, you know, my preference is, is a bait caster. Yeah, I, I agree. I see. I, I mean, you look uncomfortable with a spinning rod. I'm not being disrespectful. You just... You just do. Right? Very uncomfortable. Yeah, you, you, you do. <laughs> so, um, do you dream in color? And if you do dream in color, what's your favorite spinnerbait color in your dreams? Um, I do, and it's chartreuse blue and white. Wow. Okay. So, you really... Chartreuse blue and white, and you do dream in color, for real? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yep, don't you? I, I don't know. Don't we all? I, I don't know. Like, I was thinking about that when I came up with that stupid question, and uh, I was like, man, I don't know if I do. I really don't know the answer to that. I just think of a Pearl Jam song when I think of that, and I don't know why. I just, I just, I just do. <laughs> I just do. Hey, um, the aluminum boat revolution, dude. Um, pretty cool. Um, you, Lowen, Gussie, um... In, in a, three out of five derbs at aluminum boats, uh, uh, pretty special, pretty special deal. And I want to talk about an aspect a lot of people don't know, and, and not a sales pitch, but this is just a real useful tool. When you put that um, that Atlas jack plate on an aluminum boat, it's a completely different animal. It's like a damn jet ski. All you do is you put the throttle down and boom, you're out. It's have you ever experienced anything like that until you got in there into the aluminum boat? No, and uh first of all, you you can add John Cox into that aluminum boat win, you know. Oh yeah, p- please, of he, course, duh. Yeah. You won that. So the best way I know how to describe it is after running the boat with the Atlas. And Keith Carson, too, by the way. May I interject as well? Congratulations to Keith at the uh, yeah. end. Uh, so they asked me how, what, you know, what I think of the whole shot, and there is no whole shot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way I know how to describe it. And it, it's cool because, you know, I fish in shallow water a lot, and, and I can – you know, I can trim the Atlas up and, and I got to be in 1.6 and, and it's just, boom, I'm out. I don't dig bottom. Uh, my props is clean now as it was at the beginning of the year. And, and, uh, yeah, I just hop up, take off. So 1.6 is your magic number and you trim all the way up to 20. Mm-hmm. Boom. I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's a right about I'm right. Like there, 1.6, 1.8, same deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm out and I'm out. I love it. It's fearless. And the nice thing about aluminum, I don't care if I hit anything. You know what I mean? It's, nice. right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. Hey, do you have a lust for life? Would you say as a bass angler and as a human, you have a lust for life? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's a drive. You know, it's a it's a certain drive. And, and especially, I think, amongst 
fisherman. Um, there seems to be this zest or this this lust for life because we're constantly chasing fish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm chasing all kinds of things. I mean, if I'm not <laughs> chasing fish, I'm chasing deer and uh, chasing kids. Um, I mean, I'm always chasing something, and you know, it's it's. Uh, Aren't we all? I've been doing it since I was in high school or before that. Yeah, yeah it's just. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to. I'm just not the kind of person that wants to come in and, and sit down and turn the TV. I mean, I want to be doing something, even if it's just driving up on the land and, you know, checking a deer feeder or something like that. It's, it's just always want to be doing something. And if it can be outside, it makes it even better. Are you a spiritual person? Do you, do you, do you have time like you and, uh, just time you and your higher power kind of time? I mean, I'm not getting religious or anything. Just wondering about you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Did you yeah. uh, did did you did you cry in private when you won? No, I will say I got a little choked up on stage, but you know it's never. I never get choked up because of me. I get choked up because I know that the people around me that have, you know, that's pushed for it. My mom, and I mean the list is. 14 miles long, but I just know how happy that they are. Uh, you know, they're the same people that text me whenever I don't do good. Uh, I know how happy it makes them. And, and whenever that happens, you know, of course it makes me, it makes me happy as well. And the sponsors and stuff. I mean, you know, those, these, a lot of these sponsors, they, they put a lot of time and effort, um, into us and for us to be able to repay them uh with a win you know it makes it it makes it uh a lot better it's a beautiful thing and i like how you answered that too that's a sign of of humility as well um you said that when you get choked up or maybe get happy it's not because of you it's because of maybe what has happened to you and how it's affected others um, and, and that's a, that, that's pretty cool that you said that N- nice answer, dude, for real. I'm, I mean that man. Um, the, uh, I got to ask you this, give me your, de- now think about this question for a second. Give me the definition of synthetic bassin, synthetic bassin. Think about it. Synthetic bassin or surreal bassing. Think about it. It's going on right now. Oh, you, I'm kind of in left field on this, but I mean, to me, that would just be like, I mean, I, I'm really in left field. I mean, just. It's a trick question. I'll be yeah, honest with you. I mean, I would say, <laughs> you know, the this past Sunday, Livesey going out and catching 42 pounds and coming back and winning. <laughs> On his, on his that was home, amazing. Yeah, on his home lake in front of all of his people, uh, that would be surreal fishing. That's surreal fishing. That's right. That's that's surreal fishing. Now, here's what synthetic. Now, synthetic is like kind of like fake fishing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So a lot of people are calling the new age of the the live scan or the live scope. Mm-hmm. Um. Video game fishing, fake fishing, synthetic fishing. Um, like, 
I've seen it. I've been with guys. It's a useful tool. There's no doubt about it. It puts. I've been with people, and it puts a fish in the boat for them every time. Right. Every time. At least a fish a day. And that's important. And I want to know where you are with it. I know that uh, you're with, with, with Garmin. You've been for years and, and, uh, and groundbreaker in that technology. But yeah. I, I need to know where you're a shallow guy. You're an FBR, bro. Where are you at with this? Well, I mean, I am a shallow water guy, but I mean, I've won and done well. I mean, I won at St. Clair. Yeah, uh, 100%. Deep, and I every, I mean, as far as I remember, every fish that I saw uh, on back then, it was panoptics. Yes. I, I caught. Um, you know, that was, that was a win that, I don't think a lot of people believed me whenever I said, Hey, I watched every one of them eat my bait. Yeah. They uh, weren't hip to it then. They weren't yeah. catching on. No, they weren't. And you know, it was just one of those where everybody's like, Oh, you know, and now people are like, you know, the, the hype behind all of that, it's just crazy. And you know, I, I take advantage of it every day that I go fishing. It doesn't matter if I'm in two foot or 20 foot, you know, I'll go crappie fishing yesterday. You know, and I have two choices. I, you know, I took my dad and my uncle crappie fishing. I have two choices. I can go out there. I can spend all day casting around trying to, you know, like the old school, run into them. Or I can put, turn live scope on and I can catch them. Yeah. And yeah. Want, <laughs> you know, can go with the spoon day, plug. <laughs> yeah. I want to take them and we want to catch them. Yes, so sir. Get the meat. We, yeah, we utilized LiveScope all day yesterday, and we caught them. And, and that's just that's the change that's going through the sport right now. Uh, and it's, it's here to stay, you know, for people that don't like it and the people that, that aren't for it. I understand that, uh, you know, if you, if you want to do it your way. But it's here to stay, and there's a lot of people right now. You know, Patrick Walters is awesome at it. Yeah, amazing uh, at it. Awesome. Yeah. And, but I use it every day. I mean, whether it be catching fish or seeing a stump that nobody else sees, unless they have live scope, uh, you know, I use it, I use it to see how my baits are swimming. Um, so it's, you know, I use it every single day and it ain't, it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, man. I, I, and, and, uh, and I, I thank you for, for, setting that up right there with for your St. Clair and into the, the description of it you were, for for helping me out with that because um the description of a lot of people are calling it the video game fishing but here you are a guy that spends the majority of his time under 10 foot of water and you still utilize the product so um I think it's pretty cool man I mean it, it's like if you you got to do what you got to do to compete in these events, but then you get a guy like John Cox who doesn't have it, you know, right? but right. It's, it's, everybody has their own niche, you know, and, and Cox, obviously he, you know, he, he doesn't need it. Um, it's just, you know, and, and with our schedule, we don't have a lot of those deeper events until, you know, later in the year, uh, I'll use it a lot. Uh, your laundry's done. Most of our tournaments are on the bank, you know. I mean, I was shocked that Walters goes down there and catches them on live scope. Shocked. I mean, I would have never even thought that. I thought every fish in the lake was either on the bank or close to the bank. Um, but 
you know, we, I use it, you know, this winter, we absolutely smoked them out here on the lake that I live on uh smallmouth caught everyone I'm deep caught everyone I'm looking at them. But, mm-hmm. you know, and here's another thing, the people at Garmin, I guarantee you, they didn't give us live scope. And I, those guys aren't coming into work now, just sitting there hanging out at the coffee table, drinking coffee. They're working on something else. That's, that's going to be, you know, it will, I mean, it'll, it'll blow your mind. I don't know that. Like I haven't seen that, but I know those guys and I know the company they're working on something that probably surprise you. Yeah. Um, it's going to be like bill dance actually goes down there and finds yeah. fish for you. Yeah, I mean, that's just their personality. They're not going to settle on what we have. They're going to make it even better. Um, so it's just the change, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just something new and it's going to be here. So my advice would be, uh, go with somebody that has it and knows it and learn it because it's going to be here. Hey, uh, speaking of, uh, of, 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 you know, uh, that's going to be here. Jason Christie, uh, you're here. You've been here for for quite a while, and I want you to go back and think about ten uh, year old Jason Christie with the uh, the thirteen ten MG mm-hmm. in the uh, in the All Star in the hubcap spinner bait. Did you ever think you'd be doing a Garmin commercial with Bill Dance? Oh. At that, I mean, isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, no, I mean. Not even remote. I mean, fishing, you know, I'll call it the TV fishing, you know, the Bassmaster and the Jimmy Houston and all that stuff. That was, that was like, it was on another planet. I didn't even, I mean, even after I was out of college, you know, and making a living around here fishing, I still didn't even think that, you know, I was good enough to be with those guys. And then, you know, even when I started fishing, you know, and even when you win one, you know, there's me and then there's the Denny Browers, the Greg Hackneys, you know, the, the people up here. Um, yeah. And I, I kind you know, you kind of still think that I think, um, you know, I still think that I, yeah, I, I kind of still think that. So I had no clue when I was little. I mean, no clue at all. It's nuts, right? It's absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. It's 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 insane that when you when you look at the 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 beautiful things at the gifts that that crazy bass has brought you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Of course, your skills in putting them in the boat, Jason. But think about think about how fortunate you are, and everybody that works in the fishing industry is because of a fish. That's insane, bud. Well, and and I'm gonna say this too. Uh... I work my butt off. Yeah, you do. I'm, yeah. I'm, over the years, I can remember fishing tournaments here, you know, on the lake, and we fish a tournament, and 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 us not, we wouldn't do good, and I would take my uncle back and drop him off the truck, and I would fish till dark because I was mad. Uh, <laughs> you know, the days that it was twenty two degrees outside, and and. You know, everybody else is like, you're crazy. I'm like, I'm going fishing because, you know, I, I just need, I need to learn something today. And, and there's a lot of us out here that, that are like that, but, uh, you know, they, you're not giving anything. I've worked my butt off for what I've done. A hundred percent. Yeah. You don't get, and, and especially in, in the bass fishing industry, you don't get crap 
unless you're 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 at it. You got to be at it always, yeah. uh, always. Hey, um, a, a lot of us have mentors, um, as anglers, and and I to this day, um, or let me let me rephrase this this question or this statement. Um, a lot of us as bass anglers, um take our mentors with us angling always um even though they're not around anymore i take my grandpa paul with me he's the one that 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 taught me proper bassing and and taught me and taught me fishing and and how to respect fish and respect the gift of fishing and and just the good stuff i know he's a, he's a good was a good dude uh, Matt Robertson, our uh, Ma- uh, Bassmaster Elite Series uh, rookie, same thing. His granddad goes with him in the boat every time. Um, and is is that is is that your uncle Duck? Is that the deal with that? Is that kind of like the deal there? Is he? Um, he's one of them. I mean, I have a, you know, I have a, a few people that you know I've kind of looked up to over the years. Uh, and what's funny is is like when we take off for a tournament, you know, the national anthem, for some reason, every time the national anthem comes on, that's when I kind of think about it. Uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm out practicing, it'll be, you know, it'll be a butterfly landing on my shoulder or something like that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, that's the kind of thing. I mean, that's the times that, you know, I think about it. I don't, you know, I'm not out there 24 seven thinking about it, but, uh, yeah, it's just like the national anthem. It seems like that gives me, you know, a minute to go through my head. All right, what would, you know, what would this guy do? What would this guy do? Uh, you know, that's awesome so. that you said that. Yeah, that's and that that's uh, that's common too. Our buddy Matt, the same thing. It's he thinks of that during the national anthem. You mentioned the butterfly. I mean, I I, I think of that as well. You know what? Another thing when I'm I'm out bassed and I see a a red winged blackbird, that makes me think of of past fishing experiences as well there's just certain triggers that old fishing buddies are with you and and that knowledge is there whether it's your you know your mentor or just pals whatever man and that's uh that's the beauty of bassing you know what i'm saying right yeah and i don't have to mention their names they know who they are (laughs) that's typical jason christie fashion right there i like it dude hey um Dude, I want to thank you again uh, for coming on the show. Um, you've been very supportive of uh, of this uh, show, even since the old radio days, since the Bass Buzz radio days, and uh, and uh, and we appreciate that. I, myself, I appreciate it immensely, man, and uh, and very very stoked to have you back at the Elites and another blue trophy under your belt, bud. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, sto- I mean, stoked to be back. And the only thing that I ask is the next time we do this, let me know that you're wearing that shirt and I'll wear something different. <laughs> well, I almost wore that one. That's <laughs> Well, TH is giving away the prize today. It's appropriate. It's the conserva- It's the G-Force Conservation Pack with the, uh, the G-Juice. Uh, it's special uh, uh, Gerald Swindle juice. I don't know. It's imported from somewhere right. where Gerald imported it from. And it's, it's what'd you say? 
imported from Alabama. Yeah, of course, from the uh, from the hollers, from the hollers of Alabama. That one comes, but uh, yeah, we're gonna and uh, and thanks to to Shana and everybody at TH for the uh, for the sweet uh, giveaway today, and of course, thank you to you, Jason Christie, once again. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, next time we'll uh, we'll work out the uh, the ensemble deal. You know what I mean. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, peace, man. I'll see you out there uh, at the next derb. Good All luck. Right, win, win another one, would you? I'm on track, <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> He's got a vengeance. The future is now. Remember, it's Jason Christie. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. All right. So, how many times did we say the tin cup uh, word of the week? Spinner bug tonight, Andy. Uh, 42. 40? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Holy cow. I hope everybody was home. Uh, tin Cup Word of the Week, Spinner Bug. Thanks again to Tin Cup. Uh, again, hey, I want to, before we uh, wrap things up and get the prize out, um, did, uh, oh, uh, all spinner baits, right? All spinner baits, spinnerbait15, omniafishing.com. And uh, that, that's anything. Any, and they got the coverts. Did they got the cohorts right now, Ginge? Yeah. They got some cohorts in there. And <laughs> they got the old cohorts. Co- cohorts uh, College Gone Wild. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it's, uh, it, it's called. Uh, Keith Carson, freaking awesome job. Crestliner team me uh, on the uh, NPFL. Hey, Ginge, want to have a business meeting right now real quick? Uh, sure. Yeah, do you have business meeting music? No. Come on, find me something. Find me some business. Hey, last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. All right, hold on. So what? So let's dance. Confession, perfect business meeting music. Yep. So, Ginch, I uh, got a call from uh, Crestliner, Joe Woodward. Yep. And uh, they want to do uh, another 10 minutes on Cox. <laughs> yes. The, uh, with John Cox and uh, with Keith Carson. That's a different song. Yeah. So like we did before. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and and uh, Friday evening or Saturday evening. Okay. So maybe what 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 do you think? We could talk about. I don't know. We're having a business meeting with yeah, the people. Nobody with the people of the basket. We'll let them know though. Well, well we're kind of promoting too. Yeah, we'll See, I'm cleverly know. doing this. It's kind of like a promotion too as well. Stay but, tuned. Yeah. So it's going to either be Friday or Saturday, and we're going to do uh, a, a live uh, John Cox and Keith Carson deal on the Crestliner page uh and uh, congratulations to keith on uh on winning the deal uh over there uh ginch did anybody uh send in that uh thing or did i just explain it horribly wrong oh like, we'll let jake worry about that i got the winner though oh you got the winner of yeah, the no one, uh no one so far is messaged. Uh, oh gotcha okay. still open okay so that's on the dms mm-hmm. i see so we oh it was your rules. What do you mean? I know. I don't even remember. Jesus. I think I said it wrong. I don't even know what I if said. If you buy spinnerbaits, screenshot your cart, like the final cart, and then send it, and then you'll get the War Eagle gift pack. That's all you got to do. Oh, yeah. On a D- Nobody did that? That's all Pat was trying to say. I, I, am I making them work too hard? No. Like, is, are no, people no. spoiled? They already bought them. All you got to do is... Buy them and get more. Oh, oh, yeah. Take a picture of the yeah. card, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. easy. And then I'm going to give you uh, a uh, a War Eagle finesse spinner bait in um, uh, Alewife. Or no, that's Blueback Herring. That's It's glary right there. Blueback Herring right there. Blueback Heron. You say Heron? Do you ever hear about Heron? It's the uh, uh, ribeye of the sky. Uh, here is uh, a, a one uh, blue glimmer. Uh, I'm going to give you that one, too. Blue Glimmer. 
I'm going to give you another finesse spinner bait in Mouse. Mouse is probably one of my all-time favorites in the War Eagle. Here's another uh, finesse spinner bait in Sun Perch. I'm giving you all four of those uh, and a uh, chewed-up Iris C Balsa. Iris C has Balsa B3 uh, replicas now. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Uh, Iris C Balsa. <laughs> I'm going to send you all this. All you got to do is uh, screenshot your deal. I'm sure I explained it horrible. Well, the, they're watching, so. At the beginning I'm of sure the show. they'll come after the show. And, uh, well, no, I don't. I might not give them away then. I don't even know. I might say, can I go make some, uh, I put a pizza in and then come yeah, back? I got oh, the winner. Can then. I come up and, oh. Je n'ai pas dans et the Rolling Stones. For the TH. Oh, for the TH. I thought I was uh, announcing the <laughs> world's greatest rock and roll band. On their uh, 1976 tour of Paris. Cool. Okay, but anyway, the uh, TH Marine Conservation Conservation G Force Pack Matt? with uh, is Matt. Oh, you're go ahead, Jen. You, I'm sorry. I don't know what you. Were I don't know what I was. I didn't even know the winner. Matt Bronner. Matt Bronner. Like, <laughs> that's that's a pretty badass name. Yeah. yeah, I want him on my team if we get in a so, fight. You know what I mean? Matt Bronner. Here's the one I remember. Send us a message, please. Yeah, Matt Bronner, you won. Uh, you won the G-Force. All you got to do is direct message the, uh, the StrayCast uh, Facebook page. Jay Coz uh, will get the information to, uh, to Shane at TH, and she's going to send you out the G-Force Conservation Pack. Also, um, uh, 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 Mr. Braun. What is his name again? Matt Brauner. Matt Brauner. Uh, go ahead over to uh, OmniaFishing.com. Put in Spinnerbait15. Uh, get yourself uh, 15% off any spinner bug. They got War Eagles. They got uh, the, the Booyah Coverts. They got the Bassmans, Carl's uh, Spinnerbait. Uh, they got, uh, well, they got all, oh, they got, the pul- they got the Pulsator Pulse Pulse. They got that one. I, yep. They got all kinds of spinner bugs. And you can get 15%. What about Panther Martins? Do Panther Martins qualify for the OmniaFishing.com? Probably. Is that a spinnerbait? Well, ask Pete. What about MEPS? Maps, it's yeah. a spinner. Ask Chris, Brad, Pete, or Matt. It's a spinner. <laughs> it's a spinner. It has spinner in the name. Technically, it's a Give spinner. Give it a shot. Oh, what about those things that you screw with the bottom of the Senkos? It spins. Somebody won an Elite Derb or caught some fish on yeah. it once or something, and I bought one and never, it was stupid. I'm like, why did I, who suckered me into this? Dude, when I was with Aaron the other day, he made me use Senkos. Yeah, I, say, yeah. I caught him on it. It wasn't yours. No, he made <laughs> me do it. He made me throw a Senko. Horrible. And then when I'd hit a dock post, he'd sharpen the hook. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, no, so anyway, those spinner things. Who won? Wasn't there like an Elite Series derb where somebody was swimming a Sanko with the spinner tail at the bottom that screwed in on the hitchhiker? Yeah, a lot of guys do Like, that. Why, why? Why? Flashes. Oh, yeah, flashes, and you're going to swim like... In this world of swimming Sankos with hitchhiker spin tails that are available... At omniafishing.com using code SPINNERBAIT15. It's from now till Sunday. If you're now and you're dating yourself in your brain, or dating this broadcast in your brain, that sounded kinky. Uh, it's good now. Uh, what's what, what month is this? April 28th uh, until Sunday at midnight. From now April 28th until Sunday at midnight. Get 15% off SPINNERBAITS. Omniafishing.com, any spinnerbait. Uh, thank you to uh, Crestliner Boats for keeping us afloat. Thanks, Power Pole, for keeping us anchored. Uh, I power pull down for pleasure. I'm not going to kid you. Uh, Abu Garcia Berkeley, thank you. Pure Fishing, thank you. Uh, Sims, 
Man, I love your stuff, Sims. I got your britches on right now. I'll show you. These are pretty nice. Comfortable. It's like I'm almost wearing nothing. Uh, Empire covers. Amazing. Bass boat covers almost custom for under 200 bucks. Alpha Angler, check out the mag rebound. TH Marine, thanks for the prize tonight. Dan Bravarni, you are amazing. Tin cup whiskey, remember to drink responsibly. Thanks, Luke Foley. Jesse out there. Amphibia Igear, they'll throw you some shade. The proper kind. Outcast tackle. Connor Summers, check out the uh, rod slicks, the slicks rod covers, and the fighter assortment of jigs. Uh, KVD line and lure. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Bravarni swim jigs. Yes, swimming through the future of bassin. Hey, I'm Pat Renwick, Andrew Ellenberger, Ryan Whitaker's out fixing his boat. Uh, Larry Kyleman's going to put this up on the iTunes right after the show. Thanks, Jason Christie. And especially thank you to you, Bass Fishing Galaxy. It's amazing to be back in the airwaves and on the airwaves and in touch with you. Until then, I bid you peace. I'm Pat Renwick, and I'm out of here next Wednesday, 7 Central. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!